Hello, advanced English learners. Welcome back to another native English speaker conversation. I'm joined today by the one and only Greg. We're going to have a conversation today that I think you're going to enjoy. I hope you will enjoy. The reason we do these conversations is predominantly for you to have English comprehension practice, exposure to how native English speakers speak, also working on your conversation skills, your communication skills more broadly, working on your prosody, your intonation, the stress patterns, and so on and so forth, not to mention vocab acquisition. So today's topic is all about robo-taxis. We'll be right back after this short break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what the robo-taxi is? What is a robo-taxi? I think a lot of people can probably guess, but I'd like for you to share your opinion. Sure. Robo-taxi, I love that name because it sounds like it's straight out of the Jetsons. Yes. Which is this futuristic cartoon from our childhood and probably our parents' childhood. Probably, yeah. So what are robo-taxis? Robo-taxis, robo is short for robot there was a movie that came out in the 90s with Arnold Schwarzenegger called RoboCop. Oh. And so robo just means, it's short for robot. So it's this old school term for robo, for robot. Taxi, we all know what taxis are. So what's a robo taxi? It's a robot taxi. So does that include a driver or no driver? That's the key distinction here, is that a robo taxi in its ultimate form has no driver. So it's a driverless vehicle. It's a driverless vehicle. It's a driverless taxi. And what's interesting is this point about driverless. Yeah. Because if you think about it, our cars are already kind of robots, right? They do a lot of things automatically that we don't even realize are taking place. That's the thing. You bring up that good word, automatic. Automatic means it's not manual, meaning a human doesn't manually do something. It's an automatic response for action from the mechanism, from the machine, aka robot. That's right. So when I think of a robot, I think of a robot is this sort of combination of different automated actions that the, the machine takes. So the more automated it becomes, the more robotic it becomes in my mind. Yes. And so that's why I'm saying that robotaxis technically, from my perspective, exist on a spectrum. Okay. In a spectrum, you have on the one end, yep. something that's completely manual. That's basically a bicycle, right? A bicycle is you're pedaling, you're steering completely, yeah. everything's controlled by you. 
On the other end of the spectrum, you have a robo-taxi, which is you literally open the door, you sit down inside the vehicle, you close the door, and it drives you to wherever you're going without you even needing to tell it where you're going. So we start to see this already in futuristic films and series. Like one of the ones that we watched recently was Westworld on HBO, and they show the town. There's a futuristic town, and people get around in driverless vehicles, and there's just passenger seats. So there's not even a section in the front with a steering wheel. It's just passenger seats. That's right. And so going back to the spectrum, where we are at the currently is we're not at that robotaxi side of things, yeah. but we're also not in the horse and cart. And this is an important distinction to make because we're actually getting quite a bit closer to the robotaxi side of things, faster than I think people realize. Yeah. When you get into a car now, particularly a car manufactured in 2020 or later, it's going to have a lot of automatic robotic features. features steering assist, right? So it's going to keep you within your lane, protection from the cars in front of you. So if it thinks you're going to collide with the car in front of you, it's going to automatically stop for you or slow down for you. Navigation is another one, right? Navigation, a lot of cars now, including Tesla, yeah. have actual automated navigation in there now. So you can plug in where you're going and on certain road conditions, it will actually navigate the car for you, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Right. But still not at that point where you can actually just get into a car and it drives for you, unless you're lucky enough to live in a few specific locations where they are piloting true, fully blown robo taxis. And so when they're piloting it, they're testing it out. It's like a pre-launch in a way. Very much. So they're piloting it, meaning testing it out and then- a beta. Exactly, a beta test and then receiving feedback from the study, so to speak, or you can also call it a pilot study, and then incorporating all that feedback into the next version after which, the beta test. Which presumably will address a larger or serve a larger population. Right, and to resolve the bugs and all of that before it reaches a wider mass. So Uber and Lyft are now not doing their own driverless vehicles, but they are starting to roll out these taxi Robo-taxi yes no. so services. Th they are probably the two that had pioneered it, or at least their business model was predicated on automated drivers eventually taking over because it's expensive to have yeah. an actual person driving a car. That's why cabs cost money is because you're paying for someone to spend their precious time driving you around. It sounds a little luxurious when you say it that way, right? It's like a chauffeur. It's a chauffeur, exactly. So when you can automate that and the car can drive itself, you take out a large chunk of the cost of the taxi service. And so that's why Uber and Lyft were so gung-ho of this driverless future. Unfortunately, it turns out it's really hard to automate a car, to automate the driving process. And it's not because it's hard for the car to stay on the road. It's because the road is predominantly occupied by humans. And, and human drivers. And human drivers. Yeah. And humans and human drivers are very unpredictable. And they'll do things that we really shouldn't be doing. Like jaywalking. So walking when there's not a crosswalk. And no crosswalk, or they're maybe they're walking in front of a green light when only cars should be driving. And the cars themselves, maybe they're merging lanes when they shouldn't be merging yeah. lanes. Maybe they're texting, which maybe is a big texting, no, maybe no. they're speeding, whatever. Yeah. The point is humans do random things and robots don't like random things. Robots 
follow the rules, whatever the rules are. Robots are systematic. By definition, robots don't do random things unless you specifically program them to do random things. Exactly. So the point here is it's very hard to do. And so Uber and Lyft tried. They actually didn't end up succeeding and they ended up selling their sort of robotaxi arms off to other companies. And so now the, actually the industry leader in robotaxis happens to be Google or Alphabet. So Alphabet has a division, an exploratory division that's dedicated to driverless cars and specifically robotaxis. And so they have pilots, I think in Phoenix, they might even be piloting something in San Francisco or it's a competitor called GM Cruise, GM General Motors, which yeah. is a huge car manufacturer. Right. They have a subdivision they purchased called Cruise, uh, cruise.ai maybe. But the point is Cruise is another competitor and they have a robo-taxi service that they're piloting as well. We'll be right back after this short break. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when do you think robotaxis will actually be something that we can all use? Oh, gosh. That is that is like the million-dollar question, That's right? why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to know. And people have been predicting it for years. So yeah. if you went back to 2010, the estimate you would have gotten is 2015. Right. If you're in 2015, the estimate would have been, oh, 2020. We're now 2022. The almost estimate, 23. Almost 23, that's yeah. true. And the estimate is like 2025, six, maybe seven. Right now it feels like it's just a few years away, but it's been just a few years away for a long time. Yeah, so maybe closer to like 2035. I think reasonably speaking, based on the progress of technology, which is exponential, right? Yeah. Our AI models, our machine learning models, which are the sort of software behind the robotaxi technology. Yes. It's the guiding systems. It's the ability to handle random, unpredictable events. It's the ability to learn from the environment and programmatically, monotonically improve. Right. That whole process is getting better and better. And so the speed at which we improve is accelerating. Right. So right now it still feels far off, but this is a long-winded way of saying my guess is probably by 2030, okay. we will have widespread robo-taxi services. Now, we also talk about air air taxis. So I wonder what's going to actually come into the fold sooner. If it's going to be automated vehicles, meaning on land driving, or if we're going to have not space travel per se, but air travel. So flying basically- Flying personal vehicles. Flying personal, yes, <laughs> that's a mouthful. Flying personal 
Vehicles, exactly. Yeah. What do you think? Now we're really talking Jetsons because that yes. classic intro to the Jetsons, the Jetsons. Meet George Jetson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're literally flying around in their own personal vehicles. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite yeah. cartoon as a little kid. I remember yeah. in the early 90s, I was in second grade. I remember drawing a coloring book for school and like the a, scene. An image. I, it was like, you coloring? know, it's like it's, I had a coloring book oh, okay. in which there was a scene sure, okay. depicting flying cars and it said the year 2000. Oh, funny. So back then, that's when we thought that would happen. Y2K. Y2K. So nowadays, everyone's like flying cars. Yeah, forget about it. In fact, there's, I think there's like a basically a colloquial line that says, yeah, that'll happen as soon as we get flying cars, okay. right? Which is basically saying it'll never happen. Turns out it will happen. We have that technology now. We have vehicles that can operate autonomously. Yes. And they're really cool. They're electric powered. Right. So they're way more quiet than airplanes. Right. They're small, so they can fit one or two people, so they can go in all different directions. They have multiple props, propellers on them, which means there's a lot of redundant systems making them a lot safer than a helicopter. Okay, I was going to ask that. How safe are they? Because helicopters, we hear yeah. all sorts of things about helicopters being not that safe. Yeah. So helicopters are still a lot safer than driving. They don't feel safe. Yeah. Because they're in the air. Being airborne. There's something about being airborne that I think yeah. makes a lot of people totally. nervous. But statistically speaking, driving actually is one of the most yeah. dangerous things we can do. It's true. Which is why I'm looking forward to robots driving us because they'll take the human error out of it yeah. and hopefully make driving a lot safer. Exactly. But, the, okay, so flying cars, one would assume that if robo-taxis on the ground driving cars are five, seven years off, then you'd assume flying cars are twice that. Yes. What's interesting is that's not necessarily the case. Okay. Because in the air, you don't have all of the obstacles that you have on the ground, right? You have three-dimensional space to work with. So there's a lot more room to wiggle. And there aren't trees and dividers and pedestrians that you can yeah, collide with. That's true. So the real challenge in the air is just simply getting regulatory approval because the air is very much a regulated space. You don't want things flying into buildings right. and so forth. You also don't want pieces of cars falling off and hitting people yeah. on the ground. But ultimately, from a technical perspective, you could argue that the air travel is actually less complicated than ground travel, at least the way our infrastructure is currently configured. And so there is a chance, and it's call me hopeful and optimistic, there is a chance though that air taxis, automated air taxis, actually come to market on a mass scale sooner than ground taxis. And you can already see airlines like United yeah. and Delta making real investments. We're talking tens of millions of dollars into air taxi services. They're thinking like, instead of taking a cab to the airport, you take an air taxi to the airport. So yeah. it's for short sort of small flights. Maybe domestic travel in the country that you're in. We'll be right back after this short break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. 
pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So that's an interesting place to, I think, wrap up because we don't really know when these types of transportation methods are going to come into the fold. But I think I'm aligning with what you're saying, Greg, because I think there are fewer obstacles in the airspace for maybe something like this to actually start working. And I just think that for humans to feel comfortable with it, I think that might also take a little bit of time. So we might actually see driverless vehicles in operation sooner just because of that. Because it feels exactly it feels like something we're used to. Yeah. But I would be interested in trying either. I think if it's safe and tested enough, then I would be curious to do it, especially if it's environmentally friendly as they are supposed to be, electric vehicles. Yeah, that's a very reasonable perspective to take. And I think most people feel that way. Let's just wait until we're sure it's safe. As an early adopter myself, I'm more willing probably than most to take the first leap. But that's mostly because I just see it as such an enhancement to our lives. Think about not needing to live in the the city, right? You can live out in the suburbs, way outside the city, and just take an air taxi and not have to worry about traffic. So you get the best of both worlds. You get the countryside, and then you can go into the city within just a half hour without any traffic. And that's a very manageable commute, and you get a nice podcast going or a book because you don't even have to be driving, right? You can be just relaxing, sleeping, take a nap, whatever. But we dream, we dream. We do. Yeah. We're futurists, (laughs) I think. Yeah. We'll see when it actually happens. Let's uh, let's hold ourselves accountable in a couple of years. We can go back and look at this video and see how accurate our predictions were. I'm curious to hear from you. What do you think? First of all, would you hop into a driverless vehicle? Would you do an air taxi type of thing? What would you feel comfortable doing? Do you think there's another mode of transportation that we're not even... Thinking Underwater. about... Underwater. <laughs> Underwater, yeah. Who knows? Could be. We do have submarines, right? Elon Musk is building the boring company, which right. is literally a tunneling company. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's true. I mean, that it will, I think that will be useful one day. Sure. We'll see. All right, so let us know what you think. Really curious to hear your thoughts. Don't forget to complete the worksheet after listening to this or maybe while listening to this to test your listening comprehension and to make sure that you're getting the gist of the conversation. So as a reminder, I send those out only through our newsletter. So make sure that you're subscribed to our 100% free newsletter that you can get on advancedenglish.co. You'll just get the pop-up that says, would you like this? Or you can just scroll down and you'll see join mailing list and you can just type in your email there. So we don't send out any spam. I'm not a spam fan, Greg's not a spam fan. So no spam for us. Just good, solid quality content. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you very soon. Bye for now.